you have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. You have a right to an attorney prior to or during any question. If you can't afford one, the court will point one for you. Do you understand your rights? This episode of Real Life, Real Crime, the podcast may contain descriptions of acts of violence or that of a sexual nature and should be for people that are 18 years or older. Heed my warning, people. I do not get the facts of these cases off of the internet or for some television show. The facts I'm retelling you were presented to me by the victims of the crimes or the perpetrators who committed the crimes against the victims. My descriptions of the crime scenes what I saw with my own two eyes. If you're going to get offended, please turn this podcast off now. Thank you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Real Life, Real Crime, the podcast. And as always, I'm your host, Woody Overton. And Y'all stay tuned at the end of today's show for some real life, real crime announcements, as always. Um, today, I don't even know if you call this an episode as much as a, a rant, and I'm going to go off um, this. I don't even know how to tell it, and I'm, so I'm just going to be raw and unscripted, and then I have some stuff that I'll read to you when I get done. And I'm going to name it. Melanie Curtin. All right. Lifers out there who maybe been living under a rock and um yeah and don't know about this case, I'll give you a little highlights on it. All right. And it started um before I had the podcast, I was traveling the country doing defense work and my plane was landing in Phoenix, Arizona. And when I went to when I landed I turned my phone on it started going crazy. People blowing me up, blowing me up, blowing me up. And it was all about Denny Perkins or Dennis Perkins, who everybody knew that I used to work the street with in uh, uniform patrol a lot of nights. He was my only backup, and I was his. Um, just a fucked up situation. But the the but it was about his arrest and the they indicted him and his wife Cynthia on 150 something counts of child porn and uh, bestiality and the masturbation into the cupcakes and giving it to kids and all the bad shit right so I did a couple episodes on that y'all can go back and listen to them um, the one I've never talked about though is Melanie Curtin okay and I wasn't going to talk about this until um after Denny goes to trial, and I will cover Denny's trial exclusively on Real Life, Real Crime, and he's dead to me. And there's, I mean, he's just absolutely dead to me. I wouldn't spit on him if he was on fire or anything else uh, for what he did, not to the innocent babies and and the innocent people, but using his position to have the best knowledge. Y'all, you know, he he was not only head of the SWAT team, but he was over the training range. So, like Louisiana Attorney General's office and all these classes, the the firing range is so much more than that. It's a training center, and the sheriff is big on hosting other agencies for these big classes. Well, shit, Denny was a head of all that. I mean, so he had all the latest training on everything from child porn to whatever it may be, and he got away with it for however long. But 
I hadn't seen him. I saw him once or twice, like at a rally or whatever, when they were doing security and stuff like that. But I haven't talked to him, talked to him in since like 2007. So it was like, what, eight, 11 years or more uh, uh, before he got arrested. But let's back it up. Today's episode is Melanie Curtin, all right? And I'll give you the background highlights on it, and then I will tell you why I'm pissed off today and why I'm actually doing this. The Again, I wasn't going to touch this until I was able to tell the whole story and what comes out at Denny's trial, if you will, um, which certainly he is also under arrest for the aggravated rape and video voyeurism of an unidentified unidentified and we will keep her unidentified i mean she's identified but of a of a female victim all right and let me preface with this i am so sorry sweetie that this happened to you that you were a victim of these animals um i'm not going to do anything to be graphic about it or whatever but i need to tell this story and and i'm sorry that you're gonna have to hear it again but it's no different than you hear it on the news i'm not going to go into details graphic details but i'm going to tell the story so my heart goes out to the victim and i'm sure there are other victims that we don't even know about but whatever uh back to the story the the thing about melanie Curtin is i first met her in 2003 and guess what she was my real estate agent right so i was 33 years old i think she's like 10 years younger than me um, so she was, must have been mid-20s, something like that. Very, very, very attractive, very well put together, very well spoken. And we bought a lot of properties from her. This when I was married before, y'all. The, the house that I lived in, other pieces of property, et cetera. And she was our real estate agent for everything. And we were friends. Your husband, I remember when she was pregnant for the first time, okay? So, and we would remain friends in business associates if you would and if you will until 2008 when i got divorced and i moved on okay but and then i hadn't seen her but the i heard but you know what they you would never know anything was off about her i never knew and and right i read people just like i didn't know about denny uh, when i was working with him i just you just don't know what people do and what they what they're thinking. But you would look at Melanie Curtin and she had it going on. I mean, she was I don't know if she was like one of the top realtors in in Livingston Parish. And you got to remember, and this is, includes the time after Hurricane Katrina uh, and Rita. You know, when people oil companies and stuff were buying these houses sight unseen and stuff. I mean, this lady was making a lot of money, and she was, she, and by all appearances, she just had the world in their hand right you know family um great business uh, um i know she was making a lot of money she was making a lot she made a lot of money off of us i can tell you that and but she was consistently in top in sales and stuff like that in total package you would just absolutely not expect that her mind would go to where it went in the years to come all right so let's fast forward. In 2014, Dennis Perkins and Melanie Curtin got together with a female victim and they drugged her. Okay. And the video surfaced after Dennis Perkins' arrest later on when they did search warrant on all his stuff. They found this video, which was, at the time the, the victim was unidentified and the girl in the video with Denny was which was Melanie Curtin was unidentified um and so the the cops had to dig into it but they find a video now let me back up for a second almost as important for a sexual deviant to commit the crime uh, like rape or whatever it may be is the profile show it's almost as important for them as important for them to commit the crime is for them to record the crime in some way and I think ultimately that is Dennis Perkins downfall is he got too comfortable he got too brave and he recorded everything and they got him right 
So after they get him and they're doing the search warrants and they're going through all the stuff, it's when they find this video from 2014. And the video, to put it shortly, uh, I think it's 15 or 17 minute video. The video shows a female unconscious on a bed and they take a sheet or a blanket or whatever and they cover her head up and then the video is shot from a cell phone. The video shows both Dennis Perkins and Melanie Curtin committing aggravated rape. They took turns videoing this and, and committing aggravated rape on this female who is obviously incapacitated, never moves, never does anything. I mean, she, thank God she doesn't really remember or whatever. It doesn't make her any less of a victim, but the, the video was so damning that um now let me define aggravated rape for you under louisiana revised statute aggravated rape has to have some special circumstances it's not like simple rape if you just hold someone down and rape them or whatever um it's either by age you're under a certain age like 13 or under or over a certain age if you commit rape against those people it's aggravated you can carry can carry up to the death penalty although as of today, when I was in law enforcement, nobody had ever got the death penalty for aggravated rapes. And you have heard me talk about other cases I did. But the, I think one person got sent to death row for it, and they got it, he got his commuted out of New Orleans uh, to life in, in prison. But aggravated rape, on, besides that, has, like, if you drug somebody and then you rape them, which is obvious what happened in this case, um, that makes it aggravated rape. But the rape part is defined as penetration no matter how slight. doesn't say you have to use a penis or whatever. It could be fingers. It could be any inanimate object. It could be whatever. But it's penetration of an orifice no matter how slight. In this case, by the victim being unconscious and then taking turns with her aggravated rape. Now, when the video came to light, the investigators had to find out who the victim was. Then they had to interview her, and she's like, uh-uh, no way. And, and she said, no way did I consent to having sex with them. Uh, and I think she even said at one point, uh, and I mean, she was friends with them, but she said at one point, Denny made her uncomfortable when he suggested that the victim had a threesome with him and Melanie Curtin. Okay? So she had, remembers drinking, having them over, and drinking with them that night. But the, then she wakes up the next morning with a hangover, and she had this long blackout period. Remember none of it. Well, guess what? The video doesn't lie. She was brutally animalistic, cruelly raped by two monsters, okay? And if you look at Melanie Curtin, and I'll get Jim to post some pictures of her from way back when, when she was my real estate agent, and to the time when she was um, locked up, the... Of course, we all age, and in uh, but you would look at this lady, and, and you just would never dream that she is this kind of animal, all right. But they, anyway, they identify the victim. The victim's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, hell no, no way. And and the, I was, I, I, obviously, the video shows she's unconscious, like totally unconscious. And why do you cover the victim's head up when you know she's unconscious, right? And that's in case maybe she wakes up and you have to, one of you has to run out of the room or whatever. That's the only reason. But I submit to you that they doped her up and, and she had no chance. You know, they, they knew what they were going to do. Y'all hear that? That's the sound of Shopify making me money. I love it. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big businesses. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere 
synchronize online and in-person sales and effortlessly stay informed. Supercharge your knowledge, your sales, and your success. Shopify is more than a store. Connect with your customers, drive sales, and manage your day-to-day. Shopify instantly lets you accept all major payment methods. Shopify has thousands of integrations and third-party apps from on-demand printing to accounting to advanced chatbots to and beyond. Discover endless possibilities. Shopify is tirelessly reinventing tools of growth for millions of businesses, helping them succeed every day. Shopify believes in liberating commerce for all because entrepreneurship has the power to drive communities forward and commerce can be a force for good. Y'all, when I started Real Life for Crime, it was a total mess, right? Trying to sell our merch and different things online. We had to advertise it all and do everything and take the money and the payments and the returns and the shipping. It's just too much for any startup to handle. Shopify does all that for you and they do the stuff we really didn't know about like the accounting and everything else. Just give them a chance. If you're a startup, you're a new business, you got to use Shopify. It takes all the guesswork and the hard stuff out of it. Go to shopify.com slash R-L-R-C all lowercase for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash R-L-R-C right now. Shopify.com slash R-L-R-C. But the video doesn't lie. Penetration, no matter how slight, by both of them, they took turns filming the camera. And yes, there's audio and what have you on a cell phone camera. I'm not going to get into it. It doesn't matter. I just want you to know it was a brutal, brutal rape. And the fucking camera doesn't lie. Okay? So once they identify the victim, they interview her. And she's like, no way. And she told them how she knew him and everything else and no way it would have happened the whole nine yards um then the i think that melanie already knew that when denny got arrested and they're talking about the season all these files and everything else well guess what her sugar had turned to shit for real because she knew she was on videos now y'all we're not even going to begin to talk about the videos they have of her and Denny Perkins recording each other doing whatever, right? The, the That's not illegal. That's two adults consenting. But when you drug somebody, that's supposed to be a friend of yours, or, uh, good enough friends where you can go drink in and you can ask them you know, about having threesomes and shit like that. And, or, I, it's not even that they ask. It's like for that Denny Perkins mindset, he's going to float that out there, that preferential offender that smart one right he's gonna float it out there hey the, the, the victim might have said yeah I'm down with it let's have a threesome but she didn't she rejected it so what do they do they plan on how they're gonna make it happen anyway and then they plan on the video why so you can go back and watch it later on alright I know I'm skipping around, and then I'm going to get to you why I'm pissed off and why I'm doing this episode. Once they identify Melanie Curtin as the female who committed the rape with Denny Perkins, took turns on video, they got an arrest warrant for her. They arrest her. She's coming off a cruise ship in New Orleans, and she didn't look like the Melanie Curtin I used to know. I mean, she must have had a rough-ass night party in that night, when they, but they got her. She set foot on the dock, click, click, bitch, you're going to jail, right? So for aggravated rape, video uh, voyeurism, which is obviously explains itself when they record on the camera, and uh, she denies everything from the Uh get-go. I don't remember, I don't know, Lori's up, whatever. Then she makes bond, and it drags out, um, on and on and on, you know, she's got McClendon as her lawyer, and he's he's sharp. I mean, he's a, he's a good defense lawyer, no doubt about that. But you can't make fucking chicken salad out of chicken shit. I mean, he can only do what he can do. The video doesn't lie, right? But 
He gets her out on bond. Then she has the nerve, and I didn't say anything about this. I just let all it go. I'm, I'm going to wait till Denny's shit comes out, uh, and, and when they hit him with this charge, too, then I would have covered it. But while she's out on bond, she has an ankle bracelet, and she petitions the court to go work out of state and says that um, something to the fact of, you know, the people and the social media and whatever, and she can work remotely. She wants to get out of Louisiana. Well, the judge said, fuck you. You're not doing it. The, the, she took, and they cited this as the reason for denying her, her, uh, not bond, her, her request to travel out freely outside the state. The, they cited the fact that she had taken 14 cruises in the last 18 months. Now think about that. Most families plan all year long for one week vacation. Melanie, and they arrested her coming off a cruise, y'all. 14 cruises in 18 months. All right? Okay, good for her. She was making the money. She had the lifestyle. She could afford to do it. Good for her. But if you if you got that enough to do 14 cruises in 18 months, then certainly I'm like the judge and and um, would err on the side of caution and say, no, you can't travel outside the state of Louisiana. But she denies, denies, denies. Now, denial is not a river in fucking Egypt. Right, and this is something that she sticks with. Anytime they interviewed her lawyers, he's like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, no, that, that it didn't happen." It, you know, yeah, motherfucker, it happened. So then, what they do? They try to explain it away. Um, they refuse any attempt at a plea bargain because Melanie Curtin said she was not going to admit to something she didn't do. Guess what, Melanie? You're on fucking tape. You did it. Period. All right. So let's go fast forward to the trial. And I'm just summarizing this for y'all. And this isn't going to be a long, long one day, but I got a point. So stick with me. The All right. Let me back up because I, I know some of y'all know. At, at Sometime after I went to the state police and had no longer had contact with her, she went to work for Livingston Parish Sheriff's Office. I don't know how long or what in what capacity, like records or something. Her husband also went to work for the Sheriff's Office. Um, and at some point, she left the Sheriff's Office. The Whatever the rumors may be, whatever the reason, I don't know. I don't have any direct knowledge. I'm not going to speculate. But she leaves. And evidently, wherever she went, she did well. 14 cruises in, in 18 months, all right? So we go towards the trial. Now... Denny Perkins and Cynthia Perkins have all the media in the world, and then you get this case, uh, which was like the third dog in line, if you will. Um, but it's still important to aggravate rape, right? And video voyeurism. But shit, she took it to trial, and she just knew she was going to win. Trial happens, 12 jurors, and they go in, and the victim actually took the stand and she's, I I don't think at that point she had ever watched the entire video, but the, um, naturally she's embarrassed. Uh, Um, she's destroyed. I mean, how violated would you feel if you wake up the next morning and you realize there's a video of these two monsters doing shit to you, right? So she testified absolutely not. And, and that she woke up with the hangover the next morning and doesn't remember, although she did, invite Curtin over to drink but the attorney general's office that did the prosecution said is the single greatest piece of evidence they've ever had in any trial he's ever tried was the video them taking turns them being Dennis and Melanie Melanie's defense and yeah, I'm not gonna really tell you all the times her crying outside a courthouse and shit like that. You can go look it up. But Melanie's defense from the get go was that she was a victim too, that she was drugged by Denny Perkins, and absolutely didn't remember what happened. 
I'm drugged, I'm a victim, I'm a victim. Well, guess what? Video shows otherwise. That not only, I mean, the victim was the one that's unconscious with her head covered. You were in the video doing sex acts on this defenseless woman. Remember y'all, penetration no matter how slight, and we'll leave it at that, but they took turns. And the video shows that she's very clear that she's very coordinated in her movements. I think she tried to try to use like the ambient defense, which is, you know, it's been used before, but it's never been used successfully. The ambient defense that you take an ambient and you're sleepwalking. Well, fuck you. If you sleepwalk, you sleepwalk. You're not holding the phone saying shit while you're partner in crime, if you will, is raping an innocent victim and then you hand him the phone or vice versa and you get on there and you commit the rape. Y'all don't get desensitized by hearing rape. Rape is a brutal, violent act even if the victim has passed out and they don't remember. It's fucking the this is, it is the worst way you could be violated other than somebody putting a bullet in your head. I mean, it's the most serious thing that there is. And Melanie Curden did this. Fuck the ambient defense. Fuck the uh, I don't remember defense. The camera proves otherwise. And it's the way that it is. And so the jury is out for like, the trial was, I think, lasted two days, okay? And that's another thing. If you're not from Louisiana, I will never understand these shows like, the you know Scott Peterson trial whoever that these trials are uh, and they take months and months and shit I mean I think the longest one I ever had murder trial uh, death penalty case went like six or seven days and and tons of witnesses so I never understand why it takes everybody else so long other than we're under the Napoleonic Code of Law which is different but anyway it doesn't matter trial was two days okay they send the jury out. Uh, I think like seven hours go by, the jury comes back, you know, they sent out some notes to the judge, and then they came back into the courtroom. They want to see the video again, um, and they did. And Oh, they told the judge that they, that they sent him a note basically saying, hey, you know what, we're deadlocked. It's 11 to 1 for guilty. Any judge in the world, the first time you come back, now look, you, you've been back there like six hours or maybe five hours at this point. That's not a long time, people. You want to go back there for two fucking weeks? The, the jury deliberations, if anything, should take it longer than a damn trial, okay? But you talk about five hours, five to six hours, and they're going to come back and they're like, it's 11 to 1, um, we can't reach a verdict judge says what any judge would have said before he declares a mistrial he's like I want y'all to go back in there again and try again I mean shit it hadn't been that long people I mean that five hours to decide somebody the fate of her life even let's say she was innocent I mean I, I would hope they would deliberate longer than fucking five hours the, the uh, six hours whatever it may be but the they they go back they deliberate to like the seventh hour or whatever and they come back and in open court they read the verdict Melanie Curtin is guilty of aggravated rape and video voyeurism now what does Melanie Curtin do oh lord now she falls out now she's upset now she's crying and oh god I can't believe you oh god I can't believe they found me guilty well yeah fuck you you're guilty uh, the video proves you're guilty all right you can say ambient defense whatever you wanted to it, this is my opinion y'all you can say he drugged you whatever the video shows you were clear and concise and exactly what you did when you raped this innocent victim so fuck you you're guilty so they she's crying and screaming causing commotion they get her out whatever Great day for justice, right? Certainly, I mean, it's not a great day for the victim, in any, but it's this, at least this first part is behind her, right? Uh, Melanie Curtin, automatic life sentence because they've taken the death penalty off the table, obviously. 
So you think the story's over? Nope. Just beginning. Hey, y'all. You've heard me talk about Just Thrive before, but let me tell you about it again. If you want to hear something that's truly gruesome, nine out of ten Americans suffer from some type of gut issue. Gas, bloating, diarrhea, acid reflux, and it's so common, people think it's a normal part of their life. But 80% of your immune system lives in your gut, meaning an unhealthy gut equals weak immunity. Probiotics are supposed to be the best way to support the gut. However, research shows 99.9% of the probiotics die in your naturally harsh stomach acid before they get where they're needed. This is what makes Just Thrive probiotics so revolutionary. Proprietary formula is designed by nature to protect itself when conditions get rough. Studies have proven that Just Thrive probiotic arrives 100% alive in your gut, making them uniquely effective for gas, constipation, and bloating, and providing much-needed immune support. It's vegan-friendly, gluten-free, dairy-free, histamine-free, and non-GMO. Safe for just about any age, including moms-to-be. Endorsed by some of the biggest health luminaries on the planet, to give your body the crucial immune and digestive support and feel your best, there's nothing like the award-winning Just Thrive Probiotic. Y'all, I've been taking it now for about a month and a half, and it really helps with indigestion and, and just makes me feel better overall. So there's nothing like the award-winning Just Thrive Probiotic. Get 15% off. Go to Just Thrive Health dot com and use code RLRC at checkout. That's fifteen percent off by going to just thrivehealth.com and use code RLRC at checkout. And you know what? I get the legal system. I have a family full of lawyers. Everybody in my family except for me basically is a lawyer and one of my sisters is a nurse, but uh, my grandparents, everybody I know, the lawyers. I got more lawyer friends in my phone probably than anything. But the lawyers are going to do what they do. And I told you McClendon is a, is a good lawyer. But at some point, you got to be fucking smarter than what what I'm about to read you, okay? This is why I got pissed off. This is why I'm now doing the Melly Curtin episode. We'll talk about Denny Perkins later on. The Melanie Curtin episode is because this motherfucker won't stop. Case is over. Jury voted. Yes, they had the they come back in the courtroom. Yes, they you know, sent a thing saying we can't reach it. Underlined it. It's eleven to one. Somebody's just not going to agree, right? And whatever though, judge sends them back. It happens every single trial y'all the judge is sitting going to declare a mistrial after you've been back there for five fucking hours or six hours however long it was and and you know but now she was supposed to be sentenced um last month and she was found guilty in december i'm, I'm, I'm gonna read you this because and i'll talk about why i'm pissed all right so you get found guilty you have to come back for your sentencing date right which we all it's a formality it's going to be uh, automatic life in prison plus whatever they give her for the video voyeurism all right so it says the sentencing date for the ex-lover of former Livingston Parish Sheriff's Deputy Dennis Perkins has been pushed back once again back in December the Livingston Parish jury found Melanie Curtin guilty in the 2014 sexual assault of an unconscious woman. Y'all, that's aggravated rape. She was then immediately booked into the Livingston Parish Detention Center. The jury found her guilty of the most serious possible charge of aggravated rape, which carries a penalty of life in prison without the possibility of parole or reduced sentencing. The jury also found her guilty on the charge of video voyeurism. But her attorney, John McClendon, claimed throughout the trial that Melanie was drugged by Dennis Perkins and she had no recollection 
of the events that happened that day. McClendon says court records he obtained reveal a lot of discrepancies about how all members of the jury were able to reach a verdict, especially after jury deliberations lasted more than seven hours and the members of the jury had to come back in the courtroom multiple times to ask questions to the judge about the charges and more. A motion hearing is set for March the 10th, while our sentencing hearing is set for March the 21st. All right, I'm going to talk about that. I would hope that any jury that had any kind of question as to facts of a, of, of a trial, especially of this series of a nature, would come back in and ask the judge questions. And this jury did it. And they, even though they sent the note saying, we're, you know, we're deadlocked, one person won't do it or whatever, the judge sent them back. It's just standard, people. And, and now Melanie Curtin thinks she's so fucking special because of what I'm about to read you. She thinks she is so special and untouchable that she deserves to automatically. I mean, this is not like she's shipped off to prison. Shit, she hadn't even been sentenced yet. She was supposed to be sentenced back, I think, in, uh, in January, and they moved it to February or something in February. Now they moved it to March, which is next week. By the time you hear this, it'll be 8th, 9th, 10th. It'll be two days before this hearing, all right? And I'm, I'm going to try to make it to it so I can really get pissed off. But I'll just cut to another article, right? This is what McClendon is saying why she deserves a new trial and her trial should be thrown out. And I'm fast-forwarding through the article, but it says, After more than seven hours of deliberations, the jury found Curtin guilty. Although it's deliberations that are being questioned by Curtin's attorneys in the newly filed court documents. Curtin's attorneys argue after about six hours of discussions, the jury was deadlocked. 11 to 1 and could not come to a unanimous decision as required. The jurors wrote a note to the judge according to the court documents. 11 to 1 for rape verdict. We cannot agree to a charge. 11 for aggravated, 1 for not guilty. What do we do? Okay, y'all, they're not saying they're giving up. They're asking the judge, what do we do? Because this one person won't flip, Okay. The judge ordered the jurors to keep deliberating. An hour later, they determined Curtin was guilty. Defense attorneys argue the forced deliberations skewed the jury, and the note was the jury's plea that the members would not be able to agree. The word not had been underlined several times, attorneys wrote. The court should have granted a mistrial at this point, according to the new filing, Attorneys said the word not being reinforced by the annotation by jurors was proof they were too deadlocked to agree unanimously. Additionally, attorneys said one of the jurors reported being uneasy about their decision to convict and want to change their mind. All right. Bullshit, 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 bullshit. Eat a bag of dicks. Go fuck yourself. You're not getting out of prison, Melanie Curtin. That, this is nothing. You know, six hours, five hours, six hours of deliberation, them coming back in and asking questions of the judge. They were doing their fucking job, the jurors were. One person being deadlocked, that they're saying 11 to 1. What do we do? It is the judge's job at that time to say exactly what they said. Say, go back and try again. And in less than an hour, they, they come out and it's unanimous. All 12 say guilty. So, that person couldn't have been that much on the fence, but it doesn't matter. They voted for guilty. Not because the judge said, or not because the judge didn't say, oh, there's a mistrial. You know, they, they came back in. They did their due diligence. They did exactly what they were supposed to do. They asked. The judge gave further instructions. Go back and try again. Now, I'll, t- I'll tell you this. If it, if it came back hours and hours later and in, They've been like, sorry, this one person wouldn't have done it. Melanie Curtin would have got the mistrial. Wasn't even an hour, y'all. That person must have not been on the fence that hard. And then I guarantee you, whoever this is, McClendon and them found afterwards that the juror they talked to after afterwards now saying they're uncomfortable with their decision. Well, fuck. You know what? Most people can't handle the thought of sending somebody to prison to die because there is no... Uh, life means life in Louisiana. If you send somebody to prison for life, 
without the possibility of parole, guess what? You gave them a death sentence, and I get that. Those 12 people in that jury, jury are not hardened, maybe not hardened true crime fans like y'all or whatever, or a hardened old detective like me, but fuck you, man. You did it. You're on video doing it. A jury of your peers found you guilty and you're doing it. Take your lick, bitch. Go to Talon, the land of no dicks, because that's where you're going. And it's an insult to the victim. It's an insult to the prosecution. It's an insult to everybody except for Melanie Curtin that they filed this fucking uh, immediate appeal alleging that the judge should have de- declared a mistrial. They should fucking sanction them for that shit. The, the, but attorneys got to do their jobs, right? Pile of bullshit, y'all. Pile of bullshit. And so they're going to have the motion date, uh, I think it said the 10th, and uh, and I, I think the sentencing date is like the day after that or whatever. And I'm, I, I've i got to go to Houston. If, some, if there's any way to be there, I'm going to be there because I want to be there, first of all, when the judge tells me to go pound sand. No, your appeal is denied. There is no mistrial. And I'm sure Judge Davis is going to give him an earful in a polite way. But guess what? We already know is going to happen. As long as Melanie Curtin's got money or somebody in her family's got money, then they're going to keep appealing her shit because she's going to the land of no dicks. She's going to line the next day when they sentence her. So I'm sure this isn't the last thing we'll hear about this trial. Um, I think they did a fine job. And yes, it's hard for regular people to watch that damn video, but it's think about how hard it is for the victim, okay, and the victim's family members. And the you know what? It's hard on on Melanie Curtin's family members. It's hard on her kids. Her husband's no longer with us. All right. The the but she's got loved ones too, and nobody wants to believe their loved ones a monster. But you know what? Uh, you know what? They clear the courtroom every time they showed the video, but maybe they should let them watch the video, and then they can see if it's the Melanie Curtin that they know. I'm gonna get off my high horse about it. I'll update you on it. Wasn't gonna do it. Was gonna wait and pile this in Denny's shit when he goes to trial because I'm telling you he's gonna go to trial because he's not gonna plead to life in prison, right? He's got a free shot. The I wish he wouldn't go to trial. I wish he'd do the honorable thing and take himself the fuck out of this equation so these kids and every all these victims don't have to get up there and testify and relive this this horror that he visited upon them that he chose to do so all right you did it you know take your fucking lick however you want to translate that take your fucking lick bitch and also Cynthia Perkins I'll go ahead and just mention it Dennis Denny I always know him as Denny Denny's wife um his trial was getting ready to start and I'm talking about like that day they were talking about a change of venue or whatever and then going to pick jurors and she took a plea a 41 year plea okay she didn't get any parole she didn't get any good time or whatever she's got to do that 41 years so it should be what in her 70s or 80s when she gets out but the stipulation being that she has to testify against Denny so how does she get less than Melanie Curtin for feeding semen lace cupcakes to her kids and and rape and video voyeurism all this other shit I don't know but you know what she goes to the lawn for these kids sex crimes those women in there are going to make her pay and it is what it is but guess what she's got to get up on the stand and tell everything about Denny. And we'll be there for that. So I'm not, I'm not going to talk any more about it. I think it's outrageous. Um, and it just pisses me off. I can't believe that they, I mean, they're even trying this. It's so stupid. The, if anything, the jury should have been out a lot longer. You know, 
I'm going to conclude this episode on Melanie Curtin. I don't talk about that bitch anymore. All right. Um, I just want to say thank you, everybody, for listening and tuning in. I really appreciate you. I'll get back to regular cases next week. This one's just been on my mind since I found out about it, and they rescheduled it again. And I just wanted to talk about it. So, But Patreon members, convicts, thank you so much for subscribing. Uh, um, the show absolutely would not run without y'all. And I'm about to record your new full episode. It's going to be three stories in one, and it'll be released this week after this episode. So I spent a long time coming. But also, y- y'all, I'm on YouTube now. It's Real Life Real Crime Podcast. Each one of these episodes, I'm videotaping myself right now, will be up on YouTube, Patreon, and Convicts. You're going to get all the cutouts, the bloopers, me doing my commercials, um, all the times I say, boom, Jim, and everything else. But you'll get some video stuff on top of the stories we need to put in the vault. And yes, I'm about to do that. So, But I love and appreciate each and every one of y'all download the real life real crime community app that's where everything is that's real life real crime and i get all the messages in one place instead of 10 or 12 different social media pages which if i don't get back to y'all i try to answer everybody if i don't get back to you immediately that's because i hadn't got time to read that one or i don't you know i don't know your message is there or whatever um but go download that app it's free in the App Store, Real Life Real Crime Community app. I think you'll really enjoy it. It's so much more than just true crime. It's so many different things included in the app. It's really special. Uh, convicts, you know, if you're a patron member and you want to swap over to be a convict, it's the same thing, but the convicts are just the subscribers through the app. But if you had any trouble with that, Cindy, email Cindy at cyndi at realliferealcrime.com and she absolutely will take care of you. Um... Instagram, y'all been putting some funny stuff on there. Like this one guy, oh my god, my buddy showed me the video. He was <laughs> he was driving this guy yesterday. Uh, this older man that was riding with him. They're going to work, do whatever, and they see a pile of freshly dumped crawfish heads on the side of a pond. Like somebody just had a bull, probably the day before. Or so, and. They, you know, when you get done, you clean up all your heads and stuff, and yeah, you dump them in a pond if you can because the bass and all the fish will eat it, right? Turtles, everything else. They see this pile of dumped crawfish heads and heads, and the man tells the driver, my buddy Corey, to stop. He says, stop, 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 stop. And he said, I'm going to go check out this pile. He goes to the pile of heads, and I swear, I don't know who boils crawfish on Tuesday. Maybe they did. I don't know. But the uh, he goes over there, and he's bending over. And Corey shoots a video of him picking up crawfish heads, squeezing them, and sucking the fat out of the head. And at even one point, if you listen to the video, he says, oh, I found a piece of sausage, and he eats it. So that's the kind of shit I'm putting on Instagram that y'all are missing out on one. Go subscribe to me on Instagram at Real Life Real Crime. It's different most of the time than anything I'm sharing anywhere else, but it's a lot of funny stuff and a lot of videos and stuff. The YouTube channel, again, Real Life Real Crime podcast. Um, I shot, we shot like an hour long video the other day, put a camera up in an oyster bar where they were shucking the oysters right in front of you and grilling them and stuff like that. It's so much more, but all these episodes now, me talking, telling the stories, every single episode is going to be put up there by Jim Chapman and Envision Podcast Studios. So April 5th, Scorched Justice. It's coming out, people. Cloud 10 Media, we've been working on it. That I've been done recording it. We're just working on the, the finishing touches with their producers and the music and everything else and um so that first case it's a humdinger so we'll push it out and share it again so that scorched justice true crime podcast by woody overton and i'm sure i'm forgetting something but other than lopa the louisiana organ procurement agency y'all sign up to be an organ donor 
and you don't have to be from Louisiana to do it. Go to lopa.org, click to sign up, take like two minutes, be a hero. You got to hear me talk about the little baby Phil last week whose parents gave up the baby's heart so um, he could go try to save the lives of three other babies, right? That's priceless, man. But that goes on every day, especially with COVID and all these lung transplants. But it's so much more. It's so much more than I'll ever understand. But it's such a worthy cause. Go to lopa.org. If you're, if you're a lifer from Scotland and you want to be an organ donor, go to lopa.org, sign up, be a hero, give the gift of life and sight and all that good stuff. And I'm Woody Overton, your host of Real Life, Real Crime, the podcast. Until next time or ever, don't let me catch you down on Murder Bayou. Peace. Yeah, the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. You have a right to an attorney prior to or during any question. If you can't afford one, the court will appoint one for you. Do you understand your rights? <laughs>